Well, let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have spoken uh, through your word, uh, that you call us into relationship with you through what you've achieved on the cross and in glorious resurrection. Lord, may your spirit uh, speak powerfully to us today as we consider what it means to uh, proclaim that Christ is risen. And this we ask in Jesus' mighty, powerful and resurrected name. Amen. Well, Christ is risen. These are three words, aren't they, that sum up what today is all about. They're three words that actually have changed the course of human history. And they're three words that also ought to radically reshape our lives if we allow their true and deep significant meaning to sink in. It can be very easy on a day like today uh, to just uh, hear the story and think, oh, what a lovely story that gives us some uh, nice, uh, uh, good vibes, especially at a time like this when we need them. But those three words, Christ is risen, that sum up the story of the Gospels where Christ dies and rises again victorious three days later are actually deeply significant uh, and matter uh, an exceptionally large amount uh, for you and me as we seek to be people who uh, make sense of this event, this resurrection event of Christ. And in the reading that I read to you just before in Romans 5 verses 1 through 11, the Apostle Paul explains some of the significance of this event, this resurrection event. Verses 1 and 2, I'll read them to you again. Hopefully you've got your Bibles there with you. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. The Easter story is a story of peace. The death and resurrection of Jesus bring us peace, peace with God through faith, faith that his death and resurrection really did happen and faith that in Jesus hanging on the cross, he dies in our place so that we can be justified or have peace with God. But this Easter is not just a story of peace, it's a story of grace. This gift of peace with God through the death and resurrection of Christ is something that comes to us as a free and gracious gift. When Paul says at the end of verse 2, in this grace we now stand... He's talking about how this salvation that we have, this peace with God that we have, comes to us not on our own merit, but on Christ's merit. Christ is risen is such wonderful and exciting news because it is a free gift of God given to us by faith and it can never be taken from us. But why do we need the gift? Why do we need this good news of Christ risen from the dead? Well, Paul explains that a little later in the reading, doesn't he? Verses 
6 to 8. Let's uh, have a look. I'll read them again to you. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible makes clear our predicament. You and me. We are sinful, ungodly human beings who are powerless to affect our own salvation. This is the universal human problem, our, our powerlessness to overcome sin. Many people think that the biggest problem we have in the world right now is coronavirus, and it is a pretty big problem. A few months ago, we thought the biggest problem that we faced in the world was climate change, and that's a pretty big problem too. Or maybe it's education or poverty. There are lots of problems in this world, but none of them are the biggest problem. The biggest problem, which all those other problems are fruits of, is sin. The human race and this creation tarnished by a broken relationship with God, by separation from him and his holiness. And the reason why Christ is risen ought bring a smile to your face is because that is news that says the problem of sin has been dealt with. How is it dealt with? Well, Paul talks about that in verses 9 and 10, doesn't he? Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? As Christ hangs on that tree on the cross, his death pays the price for our sins. And as he rises again victorious three days later, his resurrection life guarantees our resurrection life. That through faith in him, we enter into his eternal life. The problem of sin is dealt with through his death rather than ours. And his glorious perfect life is ours to enter into. This is the wonderful news of Easter. Now, when I was uh, a little younger, back uh, in high school, late high school, uh, I'd grown up in a Christian home. I thought that I knew uh, all that there was to know about church and Bible stories. And uh, one day uh, I went on a camp and the the minister who was giving the talks on this camp he drew this picture of of a bridge to life and i've actually got a slide here to show it to you here you go you can see it there and i remember clear as day he he drew this picture he drew the the picture of the people there that you can see uh, and he drew a picture of god on the other side that you can see and he said here's the big problem we all have we as human beings 
are sinful. We as human beings are separated from God and there is nothing we can do to bridge the gap. We try all sorts of things. We try to put uh, uh, good deeds. We try to put looking after our family. We try to put caring for the poor. We, we try and put not uh, hurting anyone. We, we try and put all sorts of things in that space, but none of them bridge the gap. There's only one thing that does that can overcome this gap that sin has created, and that is Jesus, his death on the cross and his glorious resurrection. And we need to trust in that in order to be saved. Well, when that picture was painted uh, for me on the whiteboard in Montgomery Park, uh, some near 20 years ago, it was like scales fell from my eyes. I had never truly understood what this whole church thing was actually about. I actually thought that because my dad was a minister and because I'd gone to church a lot and because we were a, a nice family and because I didn't swear much and because I uh, uh, had no friends and never got invited to parties so never had the opportunity to get drunk, I was a, a good person who God must be pleased with. I was using all of those things as uh, bridges to God. But when it was laid out for me so clearly and so simply, I knew that Jesus was worth following. That his death on the cross was a beautiful gift and his resurrection a great vindication and a great joy to me as it meant that I could move too from death to life through faith in him. Christ is risen. This is a life-changing fact. When you take the time to really think about what it means for Christ to have done this for you, because that's what he did. He went to the cross for you. He rose from the dead for you, so that your sin could be dealt with, so that you could enter into relationship with him. All you need to do is trust. Well, today, as we celebrate the truth that Christ is risen from the dead, Jesus is inviting you to take a step towards him, to receive life, Resurrection life, eternal life, his life. I don't know where you're at today in your journey with Jesus. Maybe you've never begun it. Maybe you're faltering. Maybe you're a seasoned traveller. But wherever you're at, up to, on Easter Sunday, as we remember the good news that Christ is risen, it's a chance for us to take a step deeper into relationship with Christ. And I want to just now especially speak to those of you who may be at the very beginning of that journey or who may be wondering about whether it's a journey they want to go on.
please reach out. We'd love to help you figure out what it means to take a next step. And it's a bit awkward to do that at a time like this because normally you might be sitting in church and, and we could get to know you and we could help you. But we do have ways that we can meet virtually to help you understand more about what it means to put the resurrection together for you and how that impacts your life and what it means to trust in that. So please, if you've always thought, you know, I really ought to sort this resurrection thing out, I really ought to sort this Jesus thing out, let us know. Go to the new page, uh, lindisfarne.church slash new, fill out the form, just say, hey, I'm interested in taking another step towards Jesus or I want to find out more about following Jesus. Let us know. We'll follow you up. And I hope actually that uh, in another week or two uh, that maybe I'll be able to go uh, live at a different time during the week to start walking us through some of the basics of what it means to put this resurrection faith uh, into practice in day-to-day life. Jesus Christ is risen. What good news that is indeed. Our sin is forgiven and we are now promised the same eternal life that Jesus has forever through faith.